Welcome back to part two of our story. 13 years ago, my friend Shanti turned a free breakfast into a cash prize, a trip to Venezuela, and a custom-made motorcycle. When she was the surprise winner, along with her then-boyfriend, on a three-arc episode of Psycho Fear Factor. This is Kim A. Floden, and welcome to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? If you haven't listened yet to Shanti's story of how she accidentally ends up on Fear Factor, it aired on April 4th, 2019. Go take a listen, we'll wait for you, and then come right back. Shanti tells how she went to have breakfast and ends up on Fear Factor, and not only that, She wins. If you're not familiar with Fear Factor, it was a popular NBC reality TV show where the contestants competed in a variety of scary and gross stunts and dares for various grand prizes. The show was hosted by Joe Rogan. You might know him now as the host of the popular podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. Fear Factor has been rebooted on MTV with Ludacris as the host. The original Fear Factor aired from 2001 to 2006, and Shanti was lucky enough to appear in a special three-arc episode called Psycho Fear Factor during the last season. Shanti and her boyfriend, Clayton, were one of the six couples competing on the show, which was centered around the real-life creepy Bates Motel set, which was made famous in the Psycho Horror movie. Contestants actually slept in the motel during this particular Fear Factor. I'll never forget the night Shanti and I met. She's one of those people I just knew I was destined to be friends with. She's gorgeous, enthusiastic, loves crystals, as do I, and is fun as hell to hang out with. Plus, her stories are hilarious and unbelievable. This probably won't be the last time you hear Shanti on our show. But enough talk. Let's get back to Shanti now on Psycho Fear Factor. When we left her last... She was about to eat something pretty disgusting. Quick note, today's episode includes swear words. It was so horrible. It was two Iraqi camel spiders. And in my head, I thought, perfect, I'll just step on them. Yeah. And then, like get it all up and they said but you can't kill them before you eat them oh and then they said make sure you chew really really well because the fangs can bite through your lip and your throat okay two iraqi camel spiders which you cannot kill and you have to chew them really well okay so how'd this go how big are they like as big as your hand at least or bigger this is not a small spider I had never even seen one. When I saw it, I thought, that is a sick joke. (laughs) Whoever thinks of these needs help real quick and real fast. And what they do on Fear Factors, you don't know what the next stunt is. You hear the next stunt five minutes before it happens. They keep you in this completely soundproof, whack on the windows. That's probably good. So when you walk out and they tell you, that's literally your... That's your reaction right then. Yes. And they give you five minutes to ask any questions and then they start filming. The world of spiders are a scary place. I mean, this spider looks like it could literally 
go through immigration and hold the passport. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in the show notes. Oh, they are so gross. So then they brought two out on this big tray. And right before my eyes, one eats the other one. <laughs> of course. Of course. And I thought, how lucky can I get? Two in one. But unfortunately, they didn't hold the same kind of idea. So I said, there's not a chance that I'm eating that one that just ate the other one unless I get to have one for two. And no, they decided that they just bring them out separately. Once I ate one of them, then they'd bring out the next gourmet dish. And so I thought, I can do this. Oh, and you can't also throw up the spider for at least five minutes. So you have to hold it down for at least five minutes. I do not know how you manage this. I don't know how I manage either. But at those moments when you're in that situation, you're like, I'm either going to look like a complete blonde that's like, eat the spider. And I'm like, dear God, no, I'm not even touching it. Or I'm just going to pretend that I'm brave and get through it. And so I thought... Well, now that I have to eat it, I'm not going to say no. The only thing I could think of, because I wasn't putting my fingers by it, because these fangs, I mean, they're aggressive. They're not a friendly spider. This is not Charlotte's Web. (laughs) And so I thought I'm going to eat it but first. So by the time I get to the fang, it's already half eaten and pretty much dead. Next thing I knew, after I already had the butt and was chewing it, the other half jumps out of my mouth after the spider and is running around the set and I'm yelling, oh dear, oh no, oh dear, running after the other half of my spider. (laughs) Did you get it and eat it? Yes! Oh! It was so gross, I can't even explain it. I remember other people after throwing it up, And I thought, oh, there is not a chance in hell that I'm having this thing come back up now that it's down. Exactly. So you kept it down. Yes. It was so horrific. Did you ever puke it back up? No. It was, I can't even explain the taste of it. It's like the kind of thing where you wish at that moment that you did not have a nose or taste bud. You're like trying to keep it down. And as soon as it finally does get down, and after five minutes of being like, I am calm, I find my inner peace, (laughs) it tasted like in and out, it tasted like in and out. (laughs) There was no way that I was ever going to have that taste in my mouth again. I love that mantra. That's going to be the (laughs) t-shirt. It tasted like in and out. (laughs) Literally, because you just have to think of something that's so ridiculously good it gets you through that moment of I just ate in and out I just ate in and out you're good woman so so then how did it all end well I think I shocked everyone because I ended up winning and I can tell you that wait winning because you ate the spider wait winning what oh I from that exact one I won a motorcycle okay Because each challenge got a prize. Uh, Every, it was every other challenge because I was lucky enough 
to get on psycho fear factor where it's not a regular fear factor, but a fear factor that is a three-part episode, meaning <laughs> all the stunts. Right. Oh, And they my kept God. this in the psycho house, and they kept removing beds, and we had to sleep on pig blood sheets. And then for another oh. one, they it was like three in the morning. They threw a brick through the window, and one of the other contestants was like, what the hell? And he throws the brick back out the window. Uh-huh. Not the same hole, not even the door. A different window? Yes, completely. I'm like, really, really, guys. And then next thing we know, I'm like listening. I'm like, God, do you guys hear that buzzing sound? And then I'm thinking in my head, oh, it must be some weird sprinkler system on Universal Studios set. Oh, no, it was no sprinklers. Three seconds after the second window was broken. The brick comes flying back. Oh, no. Oh, no. And this guy's like, oh, my God, they're attacking us. And I'm like, can somebody turn on the light? Yeah, right? So we turn on the lights. And on it, it said, whoever catches the most gets a prize. We're like, catch what? And I'm like, what is that buzzing sound? All of a sudden... Thousands of those hissing, flying cockroaches start coming out of every single hole in the wall. And I should mention there are lots of holes because it's a very horrible set. And I remember people trying to grab the flying cockroaches in cups, and I'm just sitting there watching them. And every time they put the cockroach in, it just crawls right out and walks away or flies away. And I'm like, wow, okay, what can I grab that I can keep these in? Because we didn't have all our bags or anything. It was just a room for us to sleep. And so I took my pillowcase and I started shoving them in there. They're flying cockroaches. You got to put them in something with a lid. Then I just thought, this is such a waste. Really, the opportunities are in the hole in the walls. So I just stuck my bag over and all these Tons of them came in. <laughs> I mean, I would be an amazing, like, dog catcher, except I'd never take him to the pound. You're like MacGyver. MacGyver the shit out of I that. I did. I, and I felt good, too. <laughs> well, but then what happened? Did, was that the end of the show? Is that how, like, what did... No. Oh, and then we had another one where they stick you in this clear, big box filled with water and thousands of snakes. I mean, thousands of water snakes. And you had to get in and you have a knife and you have to cut through these big ship ropes kind of tunnel to get through to the other side of the box. And it's just a little hole in between with these big, thick ropes and this flimsy knife. And you have to swim down to the bottom to get through this little tunnel. And so you have to keep bobbing up and down and there's snakes all over you and they're saying don't move too dramatically because 
They won't kill you, but they will bite you. Holy crap. And how are you not supposed to move dramatically when you have thousands of snakes and you're underwater? Right. So I'm pretty small, so I was able to cut through one of the ropes and just squeeze myself through a little opening. And I remember I wore so much shea butter on my body because I didn't want to have dry looking skin on the TV, but I swear that helped me get through that little hole. Well, if I'm going to be on TV, because I didn't know what we were going to do, I just thought I'm going to have very shiny stuff, sun-kissed skin. Some of the things when I watch it, I'm like, oh my gosh, Shanti, filter. The filter would have been amazing in that moment. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what makes you you. So then how did that, like, okay, so in Psycho, I've never, I don't think I've ever watched the whole show. So is there, like, somebody wins at the end, right? There's, like, whoever kind of survives the best or wins the most challenges. How does it work? So it is whoever wins the most challenges. So then, you know, there's another one where I was on, almost it was like a big hearse, and we were in the desert, and they were driving like they were drunk. And behind that was a semi And there was a rope between them and you had to pull yourself along the rope in between, climb up on the semi, come back and stick the rope back on the hearse. Oh, that is freaking crazy. And it sounds like dangerous as hell. Yes. Well, I remember when I had to sign all the papers, it was probably 2,000 pages long. Yeah, and I'm sure you didn't read all of them. Like you probably probably said on every other page, you could die. You could die. Yes. I signed away my life. Someone goes, it's going to take me forever to read it. And I looked at them and I said, I wouldn't read it. You don't want to know. All it really says is they're not liable if you die. Exactly. Oh, crazy. It's pretty incredible when you get determined or stuck in a box to see what you're capable of at the same time. Because now I know I may be blonde. I may be small, but I'm a little <laughs> exactly. badass. You kicked ass. So who won then? Who won the fear, the three-part fear factor? Me. What well, was with my boyfriend at the time, Clayton. So you guys won. Yes. And we won a trip to Venezuela and a custom-made motorcycle. Oh, it was out. incredible. Thanks so much for listening. We're running a promotion right now, and you could win a very cool How in the Hell Did I Get Here mug just by subscribing and reviewing the show or sharing the show with a friend. Check the details on our website, howinthehellpodcast.com, or in our Facebook group. To watch all three episodes of Psycho Fear Factor and see pictures of the Iraqi camel spider, check the links in our show notes at howinthehellpodcast.com or come join us in our Facebook group. Huge thanks again to Shanti for sharing this awesome and hilarious How in the Hell Did I Get Here story. If you have a How in the Hell Did I Get Here story to share, call us at 323-488-3303 and leave your story and you might hear yourself on the show. You can also send a written version of your story to howinthehelldidigethere at gmail.com if you prefer to have it read on the air. Today's show was produced by Kim A. Floden and features special guest Shanti Hendricks. Big thanks to Silent Partner for our theme song, Seventh Floor Tango, and our ad music, Blue Skies. Lastly, meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then, pay attention, my friends. 
you just never know when you might find yourself saying, How in the hell did I get here? One of the contestants said, I have to do the accent. Well, you know, Shanti is real sweet, but she's not the brightest crayon in the box. <laughs> Little did they know. Little did they know. <laughs> but I couldn't even get mad at that point because, I'm sorry, that is really funny. Not the brightest crayon in the box. That it's is pretty funny. witty, and I never heard it. <laughs>